Hello, and welcome back to Illiterate. We've got a bad case of the books. So last night, I watched the movie Ready Player One, and I'm not gonna lie, I was kinda shocked. Like, I thought it would be pretty similar to the book, but it was not at all. <laughs> like, this is supposed to be compare and contrast, but it's just mostly gonna be contrast. So, um, yeah. Plus, today we've got a special guest, because I thought it'd be kind of fun if we brought in someone who watched the movie with me and enjoyed it, and, you know, hasn't read the book necessarily, but just, like, you know, I wanted to bring somebody and make it more interesting for everybody else. So, um, today we will be recognizing my father, Kevin Campbell. This is my dad, Kevin Campbell. Thanks, Lauren. I'm so happy to be part of your project. Um, and really enjoyed watching the movie with you, um, Ready Player One. And so I'll give a brief summary of what happened in the movie, and then Lauren later can then tell you about the differences between the movie and the book. So the plot of the movie um, is, it starts out with a summary of one of the characters named James Halliday, who is the creator of a virtual reality game called The Oasis. And upon his death, he announced that there would be a game to inherit his share of the ownership of the company that he created, which is worth half a trillion dollars. And that uh, the way that you would win that was by winning three different competitions that were held in the Oasis. And so the main, the, that's sort of the backdrop for the movie. The main character is a, a man named Wade Watts, who in the virtual reality universe is also named Parzival. And he's a gunter, which stands for egg hunter. So his, you know, what he does in the virtual reality world is try to um, compete in these competitions to, to find and win the keys. And so, you know, in the real world, he's, uh, he's poor, he lives in a bad neighborhood, but he uses, he's able to escape from reality by going to this virtual reality world and, um, you know, hunting for these, uh, these keys so that he can win. And he and other gunters are competing against uh, a company called Innovation Innovative Online Industries, or IOI, which is a corporation that's also trying to win the game, but they're really doing it at you know all costs, whatever they can do. So a lot of things that are that are bad, frankly, um, and they're really the main you know sort of bad guy in the movie, and led by their CEO, a man named Sorrento. So so uh, Parzival and, and other Gunters are competing against IOI to try and win these competitions. So the first competition is a drag race, really, throughout what looks like the streets of New York City. Um, the main characters uh, are, you know, enter this race um, as often as they can, but no one's ever really able to win. Uh, and um, there's all sorts of, you know, characters that prevent them from crossing the finish line, like they'll have King Kong, um, a Tyrannosaurus Rex, etc., that are, you know, really knocking the, the cars out of commission and and you know, killing the people in the virtual reality game, and so um, you know, in order to try and uh, find a clue on how to win, uh, Parzival goes back to Halliday's uh, memory archive to see if he can find a clue that allows him to get past the first level, which of course he does. And so um, you know, Parzival takes that clue, he wins the race, he gets the first key, gets the clue to to go on to the second second race, and so. Um, he then shares some of that with his other friends who then go on and compete in subsequent races and win that and, and get to the next level as well. And so, you know, during the, the, 
the first race, they, they really introduce a new character uh, in the movie, a woman named uh, Artemis in the virtual reality world, and I believe her name in the real world is Samantha. And so they introduce her in, in one of these, uh, in the first race as well. So, so anyway, um, Parzival and Artemis and some of the other characters get to the next, second round. Uh, they go back and revisit the archive, the memory archive for Halliday, uh, based on the clue that they got after they, you know, won the first, um, the first test. And, you know, they were going back to look in Halliday's uh, memory archive about one of his biggest regrets, which uh, was related to, uh, to a date that he had with a woman named Kira, where, um, you know, he didn't, he had the chance to kiss her at the end of the date, but didn't. And so, um, so they kept watching the scene over and over again. Um, you know, in the middle of this, uh, Parzival was having a conversation with the curator of the museum in what seemed like a, you know, immaterial plot point to the movie. Uh, he ends up winning a bet with the curator uh, and in the process of doing so wins a coin um, that comes into play later in the movie. And so uh, the, anyway, they're, they're watching this movie that, or they're watching this memory they're able to get a clue about how to solve the second round, uh, the second competition, which um, you know really involved um, sort of revisiting their uh, this uh, Halliday's first date with Kira, where he took her to see The Shining, and so there was all sorts of um, you know similarities, or or at least they borrowed from The Shining parts of The Shining uh, in the movie, and had scenes from from The Shining in. Uh, Ready Player One, the movie, and so, um, and they got to, again, another point where they were able to uh, get past the uh, competition and, and win the second level, and, um, and of course, all of the main characters and their friends were able to, to do that as well. And so that took them through to the third level, uh, which uh, involved playing a video game, um, but the point of playing the game was not to win the game, but really just to go and have fun. And to pass that level, Parzival had to uh, find the first Easter egg ever in a video game. And so, you know, where the, you know, all along the way in these uh, competitions, they're competing against uh, IOI, who's, who's really trying to keep them from obviously winning the um, the competition because they want it for themselves and they want the ownership in the company. And so at, at, when they get to the third uh, competition, uh, IOI basically, um, you know, is, is fighting in the virtual reality world against all of the Gunters who are trying to get past them. And so, um, and as it looks like the Gunters are about to, to win, uh, the main bad guy Sorrento sets off what I'll call a bomb that, uh, kills everyone in the virtual reality world. So everyone dies, but um, the only one who doesn't is Parzival. And the reason why he doesn't is, and this is where the coin comes into play, um, the coin was actually a free life. So um, he was able to stay in the game because he had that coin and, and use that. And so then when he did that, he he played the third uh, third game, which was an Atari video game and again the, the point of it was just to have fun not to win the game but to have fun and um, find the first easter egg uh, ever in a video game and so of course Parzival did that uh, he won that competition and then um, won the overall uh, competition and inherited the, the money and um, 
and then obviously ownership in of the oasis as well. And so one of the also ways that it ended too was um, Parzival, rather than keep the ownership all for himself, he split it with the four other people that he had been working with. So split between the five of them total. Um, they split it 20% each way. So um, which also was a regret of, of Halliday's um, in the movie and maybe in the book as well. But um, at, at some point in the movie, he had forced his old um, the other person that had found the company had forced him out of the company, and so he always regretted that as well. And so um, that's generally what happened in the movie. It was uh, it was a pretty good movie. We enjoyed watching it. So I hope uh, everyone else did as well. So you might have noticed there are some pretty obvious um, differences from the book, just from that summary. Um, the first of which really is just the fact that the first gate is a race. Like, they have um, the Jurassic Park characters, they have King Kong, like, and nobody can get past King Kong. So then, at one point, um, what's his name? Uh, Blanky Parzable, that's how you, apparently that's how you say it. I've been saying it wrong the whole time. Um, he goes to what is called holiday journaling, um, which they don't actually have in the book, um, and he watches memories of holiday. And at one point, Holiday set just kind of like looks at the camera and says, we need to go backwards really fast, 10 seconds. So then Wade figures out that for the race, he has to go backwards. And then that's how he wins. Um, See, so, you know, it's very different from the book, because in the book, he's in Latin class, and he, have, uh, he ends up at Tomb of Horrors, plays Joust. Not at all the same. Um, the second most obvious difference from the summary that Dad gave was um, probably how the second... Um, or, well, not a second, the quarter happened. So, um, as you uh, might have heard, Wade bets that that's, like, the only mention of Kira ever through any of um, the almanac and everything. And so then he wins the bet from the curator, who in the end we find out is actually Ogden Mora, which, you know, none of this is at all like the book. Um, but in the movie, he or in the book, sorry, he plays a perfect game of Pac-Man to get the quarter. Um, and then the second gate... They're basically in The Shining, as my dad said, and it's very different. And eventually they have to go up to um, the person who's supposed to look like Kira and ask her to dance. And then that's how you clear the second, or get the key from the second gate. And so that's very different than the book, where the book is just much more... I don't know what exactly happened to the book, but the book was confusing for the best part. But um, in the book, I can just clarify, it was not that. Um, there was no asking Kira to dance. And... It was more like they go to this tower and they play games and then they win, you know. Um, so then the third key, um, they basically pretty much the same, you know. They It's the same thing as the book. So that was not much of a difference. But, um, yeah, that's just the differences from just, like, the more wide spectrum. So then we'll go in detail in a minute. So now for the more in-depth. Um, so it starts out, the movie just starts out at the stacks and Wade describes his life. Whereas in the book, it automatically started with a flashback of Holiday's death. So that was a little different. Um, and then in the book, it was like all the avatars were apparently like, they looked like people and stuff. But in the movie, Wade's avatar had like blue hair and he was like gray. And uh, Artemis's avatar was a total punk. Like, you know, it was not like they're goblins, everything. You know, it's definitely not how the book would have um, expected, I think. Um, and then... H, for some reason, is on Planet Doom, which wasn't a thing in the book. Um, and then when 
uh, Parzival is talking to H, he sees um, Dato and Shoto, and they're like, oh, is that our buds, Dato and Show? You know, um, and actually in the, the movie, they call him Show instead of Shoto. So I don't know. Um, and then when they talk about um, Holiday and the hunt, they say that Holiday's money is worth half a trillion dollars, whereas in the book, it was just you get all of his fortune. Or you, I guess it says, in the movie, okay, sorry, let me clarify. In the movie, they say you get half a trillion dollars, but in the book, it says you get all of his fortune. So um, they might be the same number, but they just stated it differently. But they don't really clarify how much money that is in the book as much. Um, so then, again, that first cue you get from winning the race is weird. Um, but then at the race, he sees Artemis for the first time. And then because he damp her damp who her bike gets damaged, um, that's how they like meet. It's because he brings them to H's workshop where H fixes it. Um, and then anyways, so then um Wade goes home, whatever, in real life, and his uncle, or I guess Anne's boyfriend, uh, Rick is abusive, which I'm pretty sure didn't happen in the book. So I feel like that would have been a bigger deal. Um and anyway, he goes to Holiday Journaling, where is that? That's like video archive where he watches the videos of Holiday, which again, that didn't happen in the book. Um, and then like the curator there is actually Ogden Morrow in the end, but that wasn't a thing in the book. <laughs> um, and then, um, what else? So then Wade hears that we need to go backwards. Everything happens, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then um, then they talk about Dato's like their pal, their pal and Shoto is Dato's best friend. So they're like, they don't ever refer to them as brothers in this movie, so that was different. Um, and then Sorrento also, um, apparently he knew Holiday, according to the movie, and he had worked at Oasis. Um, but that I'm pretty sure that wasn't like that in the book, so that was different. Um, and then Holiday, he talks about dating Octomora's wife, um, Kira, and that's when they make the bet. Um, and then after that, Artemis asks Wade on a date. And then at the date, Iroke, um, which is a sixer, um, he stalks Wade and Artemis and, um, like, listens to them. And at one point, Wade tells Artemis, he's, like, so desperate. He's, like, I'm in love with you. And he's, like, you don't even know who we are. And I'm, like, oh, I'm Wade, you know, blah, blah, blah. So then Iroch's, like, oh, my gosh, he's Wade. So then they figure it out. Um, and then they have people attack them. Um, the IOI attacks, basically. And then Wade uses some Rubik's Cube that he just bought with all of his, a whole bunch of money, um, which makes it go back 60 seconds so that they can escape. And then Artemis, when they're, like escaping and Artemis is like rejecting him Artemis tells him uh tells Wade that her dad died because of the IOI like they imprisoned him for not paying his taxes even when he did and then he died there um so then Wade doesn't go to school online like they don't even mention school at all so that's different I guess um and then when the IOI chats with Wade on the video chat to tell him like we have offers for you and then eventually they um are gonna like kill you or whatever and they like blow up his house um weed sees up the password for the ioi during that chat it was like it's written down on a um chair whereas in the book it's um he goes on the dark web to create the new identity and he buys the passwords there um what else so then um when wade is like you know trying okay so they blow up his house right so then um after that happens the um there are people there that kidnap Wade. Um, so, but they you, they give you the impression it's the IOI, but it's not actually the IOI, it's the rebels. So it, um, that's when eight, uh, not eight, um, part Wade meets Artemis in real life. So Samantha. Um, and then 
they eventually go to like the shining movie which is different um anyway they get the second key um and then artemis clears the second gate and then wade and then there's like there's no sulking or no apartment where he doesn't he loses all his hair none of that so it's not as like interesting i guess and then here's what i thought was like really interesting was that artemis gets arrested because in the book wade gets arrested but in the movie artemis gets arrested and wade escapes i guess and tries to go save her or whatever um so samantha is working in the prison when wade hacks into her cell and gets her out of there and then she goes and you know saves the world basically so sorry i got cut off there um anyway so artemis um is working in prison and then wade he gets into her cell he hacks in everything and then she escapes and then she goes and like goes into um the main area i guess where it's like sorrento's control panel and like yeah it does stuff from there shuts down other stuff yeah potato potato i don't want to like go into too much depth um and then so i just i guess i never really noticed this in the book because i went back and it isn't it is in the book but um i just i guess i didn't catch on at all that it existed um but it's called the orb of obzubox i'm not sure exactly how to say that but um it was in both things and i didn't even know the thing but i guess because sorrento opened the third gate first or something he got they the sixers all got this orb of obviously box and so that's what samantha when she um hacks into the sixers database that's what she like shuts it down and that was what was about to win on the contest so that was good um and then wade eventually he live streams what they call the battle 101 so you know the battle between the sixers and all of the gunters um and then, so then, yeah, Samantha unlocks the Orb of Oxy box, opens opportunities for the third key. So, I, I guess that was in the book, so that's a similarity, but I guess I thought it was a difference. Um, one difference is that, I guess, um, the same company who does the movie, Ready Player One, is like Sony or something, and they also own the rights to Godzilla. So, um, Sorrento dressed in the robot Godzilla, um, which was different from the book. He was just in a different robot. Um, and then another point, Sorrento, he kills Data, which is the same as the book. But then, um, Artemis kills Sorrento, when I'm pretty sure in the book it was Wade. Um, so then other things, H dies, um, which I guess also happened in the book, but I just, no, no, sorry, it did not happen in the book. But it's just a different way. Because H did die when like ever when they did the snap thing and everybody died. But the thing that um so that's Thanos. I don't know what I'm thinking right now. Um but H dies because Iroh kills him, which is a character I never really talked about, but he exists. He's a bigger part in the movie than he is in the book. Um and then Wade kills Artemis so she can stay safe. Okay, so this is kind of like a complicated thing that did not happen in the book. So um Samantha in real life is um like they found out that she was in the Sixers database so she snuck out of the room and she is now with every other Sixer like trying to switch between all of the different um like panels to play the Oasis I guess um because they're all trying to win and for some reason they keep dying and having to switch to a different panel so um eventually um you know wade figures out that she's in danger in real life and that she's just risking her life to be in the oasis and win the egg so eventually wade kills artemis so she can stay safe because sorrento was about to find her 
That does not happen in the book. In the book, they're all alive until the whole... The six girls kill everybody. Um, so then... In the movie, I found this kind of weird. Sorrento came back to life, his avatar did, and fights Wade, which did not happen in the book. He died and he stayed dead. And then, you know, Wade wins, and then Sorrento kills everyone. But of course, Wade's revived because of the quarter. Um, so then, Wade wins the first Easter egg ever in a video game, and then he, and then, like, he sat down with, um, Wade, not Wade, Har- Har- Ooh, okay, I'm sorry, I'm really tired, um, Holiday's avatar, and his avatar is like, okay, just sign these papers here, and this isn't the same as the book, because in the book, he just goes on and does the whole, I win, you know, but it's not like, the, there's a few steps to get there, but it's not as weird as this, so, um, he was, like, about to sign the papers, when he realized this was Ogden Mora's, like, biggest regret or something. Like, he still lost a company, so I'm not going to sign these papers. So that was different. Um, and then one quote that I guess I just, like, I've studied so much about this book that I realized um, in the movie, he says something a little bit different than what it says in the book. Because in the book it says, reality is the only, um, sorry, Holiday says this. So he says, reality is the only place you can find true happiness or something. And the movie says reality is the only place you can get a good meal. So, yeah, that's really in-depth, I know. But I'm just, I paid so much attention to both things. Um, so then Wade gets the egg, like normal. And then they're in this, like, truck as a runaways from the um, IOI, I guess. And then, so in real life, Sorrento opens the door to the truck with a gun. And he gets arrested. But that did not happen in the book. Like, in the book, he won the egg. They were all safe. You know, like, he's still with the Rebels, which did not happen in the book at all. So, you know, that's different. Um, And then there, when he's in this truck, Ogden Morrow opens the door again and introduces himself. Wade announces he's splitting the money with a high five because in this, Dato is not killed in real life. So, again, that's different. Um, And then that museum that they had, um, where they had, like, the archives or whatever, where they had... The curator guy. Um, turns out he was Ogden Mora all along, so he's been communicating with Wade, and then nobody knew it. Um, so yeah, those are just some random things that are very different than the book. Um, most of them. I mean, the plot was extremely different, so there's gonna be gonna be a lot of things that aren't the same. Um, but it was a good movie, and I would recommend it to anybody who is interested in not reading the book because if you read the book, it's gonna ruin the movie for you basically because you're just mad at the movie for being wrong the whole time. <laughs> and that's it for today's episode. Um, I hope you guys enjoyed. Um, I just thought it'd be interesting to take two different stories and I thought that would be the same, I guess, but like just see how they were extremely different, but they still had the same characters. Like it was very interesting to see how they would pull it off in a completely different way, but with the same basic plot and ideas of characters and stuff um yeah and um it was so fun to have my dad join me for this episode i thought it was nice to be able to have somebody else explain um what happens in the movie so i don't get them confused or anything so um that was awesome um again thank you guys so much for listening and i hope you have a great day If you have any questions, there is a way I can answer them on the show. Voice messages. Just go to anchor.fm slash Lauren B. Campbell. 
Again, that's anchor.fm slash Lauren B. Campbell. And there's a button you can click to send a voice message asking any question that I can answer on the show. A special thanks to Anchor for hosting this podcast and the listeners for your support. Hope you join us next time. Bye.